Mine too. I'm liking it. Like a big chode. Yeah. <laughs> like a big chode. Is there such a thing? and welcome to the Grief Burrito Podcast. I am your host, Harrison Wilde. And who's that over there? Who, who is it? It is I, Jordan. It's me. <laughs> it's Jordan. And who's that from the realm? Working in the shadows, peeping, peeping from a distance. Peeping from the tower. <laughs> Stu. It's Stu from Shout Select. Thank you for joining us, dude. That was one of the most disjointed oh. intros I've ever heard It was, I know, yeah. <laughs> Chop it up. <laughs> Sorry. Today we thought we'd just have a, a bit of a chilled episode, didn't we? Didn't have any much to prepare. There's not really much going on because everyone's just sort of sat home playing games. So we just thought we'd just talk among ourselves about what we've been doing, haven't we? Yeah, pretty much. There's nothing yeah. to do really, is there? So just playing no, games, that's really. it. Yeah. I'd... New Screed trailer. Yes, there's a new Creed trailer. There's uh, What else did I just... I, just before we started, I started Streets of Rage 4. Oh, wow. If you've managed to play that yet. Yeah, I finished the first stage, I think. Yeah, that's why I did. Just got to the end of that one just to test it yes. out. Because it's, it's free on Game Pass at the minute, Jordan. So I, I think you've got Game Pass, haven't you? Uh, I ended up cancelling it because there was nothing I wanted to play. <gasps> what? what? How are all those games? Yeah, but I don't... Yeah, there's loads of 200 plus Mate, games. my Steam library's like 700 games. And I don't want to play any of those. Yeah, you just... It, you're spoilt for choice, that's why. That's when it. I look at my game library, I'm like, I don't even know what to click on. Yeah, it's like when you have loads of games, it's like... Like, lined up on your shelf, it's like, I've got nothing to play. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I ended up buying a game called Coffee Talk. Oh, so I saw it, yeah. It's like a digital comic. Uh, so it, it's really like, you really care about all the characters. I, I just saw it, and I was like, in a mood to just play something really chilled. So it's all like, lo-fi hip-hop music and stuff. And you basically run a coffee shop. Uh, and it's only open at night, just because like, the guy, you, you or character who runs it, just loves having people in and like, enjoys right. the thing of it and it's really good it's like there's some really like good subjects that it covers um really like lovable characters it's just really well done i did finish it in like three and a bit hours though ah, right okay it's about a tenner so it's like it, it is really good just if you want something like a good investment of money for time probably not that but in in talking about um the new assassin's creed trailer i was pretty pretty pumped on uh, whenever, what day it was, two days ago, according to Twitter, when I tweeted about, like, when did Assassin's Creed stop being good? And both fucking Jake Baldino and Andrew Gebby or Jebby or whatever yeah, it's called yeah. actually did, replied. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So those are the guys from Games Ra Game Ranks, which is one of my favourite YouTube channels. Oh, is that what they're from? So those Before You Buy vid... Do you know the Before You Buy video yeah. you sent me has about... Um, uh, fucking Predator. Yeah, that's right. Jake Baldino's the guy who does the voice for oh. it. So he's the one that... So he's the guy you sent me the video right, for. okay. I didn't, I didn't even realise. I didn't know who he was who'd replied. I just saw <laughs> he had a lot of followers and I was like, oh, right, that's pretty cool. I see a bit of big interaction. Yeah. Uh, they weren't happy with so what he ranks, said, though, yeah. were they? <laughs> well, Assassin's Creed is... Uh, it's not Assassin's Creed anymore. Or well, it's only Assassin's Creed in name. Yeah, it is very different. You know I, mean? I mean, one of the things that I loved about the first one was that you had... It wasn't that you really had health or armor. You just had synchronicity with Altair. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, Stuart, you're a fan of Assassin's Creed. I liked 1 and 2. Um, and then it 
put me off like when it started doing the whole like base building and the, you have to like manage like micromanage loads of other assassins and stuff. I just wasn't into it. It's too much stuff going on. Yeah, I get what you mean. It it for me personally, it stopped being Assassin's Creed when they moved away from like not so much historical accuracy. Like obviously, people having a gun built into a mm. wrist blade kind of thing isn't massively outlandish. It could have happened. Gunpowder's a thing. But it's like Assassin's Creed 1, great, historic, you know, it was all about the first three games. Or there were going to be three games, that was their entire thing. We'll make a trilogy, that'll be great, all historically accurate. They removed the crossbow from the game in 1 because it wasn't historically accurate. Yeah, we said and last I was like, episode, didn't we? It was in the trailer, really cool, you could see yeah. that. And then they got rid of it, and then it's like Assassin's Creed 2, yeah, it's still pretty historically accurate. There are bits that are weird, mm-hmm. like putting in Da Vinci's inventions and shit. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is what it is and then it's like it just doesn't feel like you're an assassin anymore every game that i've played is like you're just some fucking guy who just happens to be in the assassin's order they don't do much assassinating <laughs> they're not really like stealthy or anything it's like fucking is it bayek in origins? origins yeah it's like the majority of it is just like fucking fighting people randomly and it's like where's the where's the assassininess in this Assassinus. Yeah, he's more of a mercenary, isn't he, Bayek? Well, yeah, it's like, oh, the origins of the assassins. It's like, okay, so what's the... Wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is this? Yeah. Like, it... I, don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't mind. If they're good games, they're good games, fair enough. But I just wish they, like, maybe change... Just make those kind of games, but don't give them... Don't tarnish the Assassin's Creed name with it. I just wish they'd stuck to them. Uh, Odyssey. I didn't end up playing that one yet, you know. Yeah, it's decent, but the only thing is, it's too, much, it's too much, again, it's too much to do. You just get overwhelmed. It's like, ugh, like there's like hundreds of these little tiny islands, and it's like missions on each one of them. So it's like you do the main quest, yeah, and you I heard go you and say that on the show the other day. Then you're getting caught up in loads of side quests. It's like, ugh, effort. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it just starts becoming a massive chore. It's can't be bothered. Is that it. something that puts you off in these games? Then, because like in The Witcher. I absolutely adore going through like town to town and going to all the question marks on the map because that's really interesting to me. I love the world and the lore, but I guess there's not really much lore within the Assassin's Creed world apart from, you know, there's meant to be assassins and Templars. It, does it get to the point where you're just like, this is too much for me? I don't feel like I can dedicate this time to it. Yeah, that's what's put me off um, Witcher 3 at the moment. It's just go for your mission logs, just like massive pages of stuff. It's like, oh, <laughs> how much stuff have we got to do here? Like, which one's even the main quest anymore? Yeah, you got a point. That's the overwhelming again. Too many games, too many quests. Yeah, it just puts me off. It's like, I prefer just like, I, I thought about just mainlining the main quest, but then you always get caught up in loads of stuff anyway. Yeah. And then you have to go and like craft stuff. And it's like, oh, it's can't be arse putting this much effort in. Yeah, that's yeah. What I've, I've kind of been doing that with Red Dead Redemption 2, actually. I've just been getting through the main story because I want to... I, I, while we're in this quarantine thing, I want to make sure I get to play games that I didn't get to play before. So I feel like now yeah. is a perfect time to get through all the stories of interesting games. So I feel like if I just do that and not the side quests, I can see more. I've done the odd couple of ones. Like in Red Dead Redemption 2, I like the one with the photographer where you've got to keep helping him because he's not very good at wild animals. Oh, yeah. yeah I think he's good. really funny. So I've just taken him out to find the crocodiles, I think. I think that was the last one I did. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I, I checked the game percentage and I'm only like 43% of the way through it or something. I think that includes all the finding everything. Oh, as does well. it? Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. I was surprised. Nice. I was like, fuck, this game's huge. Yeah, I, I guess you're right. Yeah, if there's too much going on, it can feel like it waters down the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Is that what your guy's main main issue with it is or is it just literally like it's overwhelming you see it all and you're like oh fuck what oh and you don't know what to do yeah it's just <laughs> just too much to do it's just like i was gonna say, I, guess like, there's... I just want i just want the witcher experience and i just don't want to be faffing about doing stuff that's not going to get me anything Geralt extra. faffing around the towns trying to find a new oh, shirt yeah, fannying around <laughs> yeah yeah i I don't. I don't know. I don't. It works in certain games and not others. I guess. Like, I feel like Assassin's Creed's gameplay doesn't. For me personally, the newer games. So Odyssey, let's say, not Odyssey. Origins. Mm-hmm. All the fucking O's. Yeah. Um, Origins, like it didn't have the gameplay enough for me that when it made me want to keep going like i didn't have that loop that we talk about has yeah it didn't have the gameplay loop for me where it's like here's these characters and it was like right i don't care who these characters are (laughs) and then it's like right so they've lost me on that because i don't give a shit and then it's like right here's the combat it's like okay the combat's fine it's like here's the rpg elements it's like right i don't i don't want rpg elements Mm -hmm. that's but I, i feel like that's more me not wanting that from that style of game than it is, you know, obviously loads of people love these. I think it's just me being picky at times. Yeah, I, f- just, I, I can't it, I can't get into it. I find it interesting that you love games like Dark Souls for their RPG elements, but don't like Assassin's Creed when they've made it more similar to that. Well, that I feel like Dark Souls is its very own specific brand of RPG. Mm-hmm. So like the way it plays, the way you move, the way the like the world is. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, not fucking Odyssey, Origins <laughs> for me, it's, I guess it just doesn't mesh. Like, it's too bright and, like, flamboyant for it to have this really, uh, like, grounded, heavy combat style. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Personally. Yeah. So it's like, even if it is more Dark Souls-esque, they've missed, it's kind of like they've missed the boat with it. I don't understand why an assassin needs to be able to fight these massive fucking wars with, you know, all this other shit. Instead of just, like, walk up, if you're a skilled skilled weapons handler, surely, if you're an assassin who's doing this, it should be fine. He's going to be able to win these fights, like um, Ezio or Altaeta. You just parry everyone to death. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. that's a really boring way to go <laughs> about it. But that's something they can do, because, like throughout it they become these master assassins now i know Bayek's not at that point mm-hmm. but he's meant to be some tough guy yeah he's meant yeah. to be some like real tough guy he gets hired to do this shit he used to be in the military or something didn't he in egypt I can't something remember. like that it was so long ago i played it uh do yeah you, and do you... well that's the thing it's not memorable is it no. like you don't remember anything about Bayek. Bayek. um <laughs> Bayek. <laughs> but you remember stuff about altier and you remember stuff about Ezio. like Ezio's got plenty of outputs not many besides vagina, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you remember these things. Whereas you get to like Connor Kenway, you get to uh, Bayek, you get to, I don't know what the other characters are called, but it's like, that's the point. I don't know what they're called because it's just not it's memorable. Johnny Greekman? Johnny Greekman. <laughs> yeah, because one of them's called like Camilla or something, aren't they? Or something like uh, that, if you Cassandra. choose. Cassandra. Sorry. Cassandra. Cassandra, yeah. So, yeah. That, yeah, I got the first letter. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, they're just not memorable to me. No, this you... has just turned into me being like a tirade against yeah, this new Assassin's Creed game. Sorry. 
Do you think... Can we talk about... Um, sorry. No, I was going to say, do you, with the assassination parts of the game, especially like with the first and second one, do you think it would be better to work in mechanics more like what we see in the Hitman games into Assassin's Creed? Do you think that would be more interesting? Yeah, that'd be sick, wouldn't it? Uh, I, th- I, I think I, that would be pretty cool. It would be cool if they managed it. Mm-hmm. It's just like a thing of, obviously, it's quite a far zoomed out third person game, action game. How how would you... Do you oh, actually, it could work. So mm-hmm. if you look at Shadow of Mordor yeah. or Shadow of War, I really liked that. That was one of my... I 100%ed that game because I loved how it was a mix between Batman, Assassin's Creed, and another game. Like I think it was like Tomb Raider, the new yeah. Tomb Raider with the mechanics. I was like, this is fucking brilliant. This is, I love it. Yeah, this, it is, that's yeah. what I wish Assassin's Creed was. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what, um, that's what annoys me about the, the other Assassin's Creed. You have to find different weapons and you'll have different specs like a MMO or something. Yeah. I like it when it's just like, this is your sword. This is your fucking dagger. Get good. This is them. your range thing. Yeah, yeah. Get good. This is um, who you are. Yeah. You don't have to go and find out a fucking... Like, you'd be halfway through a mission and you find, like, a spear that's, like, six levels higher than the shitty sword you've got, but the spear's shit. So, like, which way do you go? Yeah, do you think that yeah. was what made you connect with Altair more? As opposed to making a brand new character, you already felt like he was an established guy who had the sword he liked, he had the dagger he liked, he had the clothes he liked. So it already made him seem a little more real? That might be it. Yeah. I think that well, might think be it. The- I think they went the way with like the loot system because that's just what people like at the moment, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I think people like getting shiny, get getting rare stuff, and yeah, it just seemed a bit monotonous. So, if w- I'm honest, what would you like to see from the new one then? Have you got any predictions of what they might change? Hopefully, the voice acting from the trailer, <laughs> because that did not sound like a barbarian man to me. Shields, Very, yeah. <laughs> It's like a well-spoken fucking bloke from down south. Yeah, he's meant to be some rugged barbarian. I was like, what is this voice acting? I did think it was a bit unusual. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, if It's just going to be more of the same, isn't it? RPG third-person attack thing, and he just happens to have a hidden blade that's on the side of his wrist now. Yeah. Monumental. It- like, fuck. So it seems like it's for people who, you know, listeners who haven't, seen the trailer it seems like it's set well it is set in the ninth century when north tribes started making journeys to england isn't it over the the north sea for some good old raging pillaging at the anglo-saxon england uh what else have we got here it's going to be raiding parties battles and the opportunity to build up your own prosperous settlement uh, all within the historical backdrop of the ninth century england the dark ages uh, so yeah it's going to have town building again but i wonder how far they're going to go with that that's it's a good point. I don't think they'll put much town management into it, yeah. to be honest. I think it's going to be Viking Frostpunk. That would be. I reckon it will be some sort Frostpunk of would be settlement yeah. management. I wouldn't imagine there'd be a lot though, it, because I hope this. I, I don't. Really, I hope you'd have to fucking micromanage a fucking tribe yeah, in it. Well, that, to school that, and I think that's one of the off. low points of Revelations, wasn't it? I wonder if they've no, learned no, from that. <laughs> I never played that. Yeah, one. Revelations was absolute dog shit. Was it Revelations actually, or was it Assassin's Creed Brotherhood? Both of them. Yeah. Both of them were shit. <laughs> Strong <laughs> words from Stu. Yeah. Uh, Stu with the fucking backhand I there. <laughs> Get down. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I don't know. I, I feel like it. it's probably just going to be more stuff I dislike. But like 
just to give everyone a bit of clarity here, if you like Assassin's Creed games, the newer ones, and didn't like the old ones, that's absolutely fine. It's just different styles of games. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm not like, I'm not saying no one's allowed to enjoy them. I'm just saying for me personally, I'm just I not think happy they, about you they, enjoying them. <laughs> yeah. I just want you to fucking stop. <laughs> it's uh, You don't have the perfect mix of, you know, the Ubisoft like style of game where it's like big area, mm-hmm. go and find stuff in the area, yeah. do a mission, opens new area. The perfect mix of that was uh, Far Cry 3. Yes. A lot of people have said that, yeah. They think that was the pinnacle, don't they? That was the pinnacle of the Ubisoft like formula. It was like just the right amount of um, collect missions and you get to do the um, outposts however you wanted to and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and then like you unlocked weapons at a steady pace and stuff. See, those games Jeez. passed me by. I never played those. Yeah. Oh, three is definitely worth getting it for the remaster. You can get the remaster version, can not you? Oh, I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Because... You think you got? I think you got it with Far Cry Five. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. Because I did play. Uh, I did play three. I completed it and loved it. Far Cry Four. I played a little bit of my mates, and it didn't. I feel like Ubisoft or Ubisoft, whatever. I feel like their their main franchises are really starting to stagnate. I think that's really prevalent with. If you look at kind of Far Cry 3 and then Far Cry 4 and 5, there's not really massive changes. Anything they're adding add-ins either like quality of life, which is fine, or like, you know, oh, you ha- you can have a follower now and they can die. It's like, well, that's nothing impressive in this modern day. They've stopped innovating just because it's like easy to just pump out games. It's also hard to innovate. I did enjoy 5. <laughs> Yeah, it is hard to innovate. Like I completely, completely give them that. It is difficult to do, but you think they'd do, you know, try something. They're changing up Assassin's Creed for better or worse mm-hmm. to try and make it something else and try and like elevate that status it's at. What are they doing with Far Cry? Hmm. I don't really know what else you could change, really. It's, That's the thing. It starts to become like, well... You can't really change much of the sh- the actual the gameplay of the character because essentially it's a it's a shooter and crafter, isn't it? Where the only things you can really start changing is more to do with the islands. So whether you have more interactive weather or like like you said, base building or I don't even know. What did you think of Far Cry Two? Both of you never played it. Oh, shame! <laughs> Getting run over by Jeep Sim. <laughs> <laughs> malaria simulator. Yeah, can you get malaria? Oh, you start the yeah, game with malaria. So, yeah. Oh, nice. Because it's just like fuck you. <laughs> and then you got to fight. Like, yeah, so it's big open. It's a big open area. But as soon as you like go off the, like the beaten track and stuff, these jeeps just show up and run you over. Yes, it's it's a difficult, awkward, fucking. Some would say really bad game, but I didn't mind it. I thought it was a nice weird departure from. It was. It was very much a survival sim as yeah. well. Which it was, was yeah. Glass? Was that three? Three, yeah, yeah, yeah. three. He's a quality buddy. Yeah, the live was. action trailer they did with scene. McLovin is hilarious. Yeah. buried in the sand. <laughs> Scorpion from um, Mortal Kombat. Far from home. Uh, no, what was he uh, Spider Man? Homecoming. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Same guy. No Shit. Way. Fuck! I didn't Learned even realize that. Every day. Yeah. Every day's a school day. Yeah, it's when you with Stu. <laughs> Every day's a stew day. Yeah. I actually want to learn something about your stew. Do you, Jordan? Because we, we can actually yeah. question him some questions. Uh, while yeah, I'll here. take that. Uh, what was your first console, Stu? 
Um, mass master system, but we had a thing as well because my dad had a Atari twenty six hundred. Ah, right, cool, okay. So I really so wanted the response that. of like your mum. Okay. <laughs> 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 Half expected it. Uh, yeah. What what get what was your first game that you remember playing on that? Uh, Alex Kidd. Alex Kidd, fucking sweet. Yeah, that was a good game. It was, yeah. It was one that I only played at a mate's house. I never had that because I, I didn't have that Sega myself. Uh, did you have a Sega, Jordan? Uh, yeah, I've had a bunch of consoles over the year to, years, to be honest. I can't remember what I've had. I've had a kind of Sega. <laughs> Some kind. I think probably like a Mega Drive. Yeah, I think I... Was it the Mega Drive 2? Which one I, was I, it? I, yeah, I, I couldn't square tell. one with the red With the round on top, yeah. Mega Drive 2. Oh, yeah. No, I think I do, yeah. Christ, it's hard to believe, isn't it, that this is how far technology's come? Yeah, like I catch myself sometimes. What was the difference like, between whoa. a Mega Drive and a Mega Drive Two? I'm just looking it up now because I actually just a shape. Is that all it was? It was no different. Yeah, different shapes. No way. Oh yeah, Crazy yeah. Business. I see. Oh, because one had the was it the red buttons on the front? Yeah, that was the two mm-hmm. and the. Mega Drive One and had the big massive like round thing on top, but you put the cards yeah, and it had like the slider buttons on the left, didn't it? Uh, yeah. And were the controls the same? Yeah, three buttons. And think so. I think you said yeah, but was, I think you could get ones with six buttons. Yeah, I think like you could. I remember that. Stuff. Yeah, you could. I always thought it re- the the D pad on the Sega was really strange because it like it really the whole thing like tilted loads, didn't it? Yeah, it rocked instead of actually like having depressing separate buttons did they make you sad (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yes (laughs) uh what else have we got uh so Stu, we know you're like you were big on your segas as we have this constant war of uh the nintendo or sega battles uh what was your favorite game series Series. Yeah, so uh, like franchise or like even to now, like do you have anything that carries on running or do you prefer the older series um, or what? Come out to Meg, not really like Meg Drive wise, like franchise, maybe Sonic. Yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, it's a bad time but... to be a Sonic fan. <laughs> 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 when is it not actually? But, to be fair. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Um, but maybe ongoing franchise that I've played all of them. Obviously, probably Forza. Oh really. Yeah. I've I've not really done much racing games to be honest. One of the only ones that I really really got into was Need for Speed Most Wanted. Oh, such a good game! That one was great. I loved it, and the soundtrack yeah, was brilliant. Yeah, Most Wanted. They even had, they had a load of like rap songs in there, obviously, but they also had like Static X, and I think they had is it White Zombie they had on there as well, Rob Zombie's band. Uh, maybe Underground Two is the best one, the best uh, Need for Speed. I don't think I played it. That needs a remaster. Hmm. I reckon um, they all do, don't they? Like, well, the early ones need remasters. Yeah. Maybe with newer yeah, cars. Yeah, definitely Underground Two. Yeah, like Maybe Underground One, ones. Underground Two. Yeah. They tried to remake. Was it Most Wanted? I think so. Yeah. And it just didn't quite land because that was a fucking great game. It was brilliant. It was the first one that worked in like other cars around the world chasing you with AI, wasn't it? Because then that was when the police came after you. Yeah, it was such a good game. And you, I love that. The last one wasn't too bad. Um, what was Heat? It's called, wasn't it? Uh, that was okay. I don't think I played that one. I played. What was the most recent racing? The what was it now? The huge? Is it Grid? The huge city. 
I couldn't tell you. I'm not massively into racing games, to be honest. Yeah, and you like you come across other drivers as you're going, and you can just like challenge them to races. I think it was called Grid. I can't remember. No, it won't be Grid. Grid's like a sim racer. Is it? It's a, the Crew? Crew, that was it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And you drive around the, uh, the US. Yeah, you've got the whole like US to drive across. Jumping about. Yeah. What, they say that? It's not actually the whole no, of the no, US. No, no, it's not really, no. It's like a squash down version. <laughs> the whole of the US, all of it. Yeah, it's not like you're going down Route fucking 62A somewhere in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, <laughs> Mississippi. <laughs> be more interesting than driving around England. To stuck be fair, on the M6 ring road. Yeah, yeah, just non-stop. Yeah, uh, it's pretty ass. Pretty ass indeed. Uh, I hey, that's a pretty ass you got there. That's a pretty ass. It's a ripe <laughs> for the clapping. Ripe for the clapping. <laughs> yeah, so, listeners who don't know, this has been a running thing, hasn't it, Stu, in uh, Call of Duty yeah. Warzone. <laughs> Mate, you had such a good shot last night. Jordan, he shot the driver out of a helicopter with a crossbow from a hip shot. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing it was fucking great and he clipped it as well have you put it on Twitter yet? no not yet Ooh, I want to see you this to get it on because we've been making some uh, things haven't we like compilations montages. yeah I put I put one on the other week and uh, you've got one to go up haven't you Stu and I, I've been saving up a couple more uh, I've been doing it from other games as well because in Red Dead my horse is just like fucking about like it just ran me in, into the. A, like, it was like a curb on a pier um so I thought it was going to step up onto the path and I was doing a quest where I was doing a bounty and I was taking someone back and I had him on the back of the horse. And instead the horse just fucking ran into the side of his curb and like buckshotted, like buckarooed this guy right off and fucking flew him right down the street. But luckily he survived. I thought he was going to be dead. I don't know how he survived it. <laughs> it's great. Fucking, I love the AI in those games. I hate it and love it at the same time. It's making it so difficult sometimes. I was so annoyed this morning. I got up for like... A relaxing game before I went for my morning walk and just ended up going out really fucking stressed out. <laughs> Stomping yeah, about. It was. <laughs> it was People are like, why? Why? Why is it so angry? Restart. I'm always tempted to restart uh, Red Dead, but then like, I think like I've already done it, so what am I achieving from playing it again? I, like, I've done that. Do it as an as utter well. bastard. Do a bastard playthrough. Make make Arthur like a proper hobo. Yeah, but with but a that's not brain. Arthur. I really liked my Arthur. He wasn't. He wasn't a bad He's guy. He's not my Arthur. He's just trying to get shit done. <laughs> yeah, no, that's how I've played him as well. Like a reasonably nice guy who helps people as he rides around. Yeah. That's the yeah, thing. It's weird when you see other people's Arthur. So. Yeah, it is, and you're like, that's not my Arthur. <laughs> Who the fuck is this yeah. guy? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'd, I would like to do it as a bastard playthrough. I think it'd be quite funny. Could you bring yourself to do it, though? Because you, you're just there like, Arthur, you're better than this. Yeah, you'd start feeling yeah. guilty about doing it. <laughs> and then you've got to like go around paying everyone off like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Has anyone played anything new recently? Uh, or are I... we still asking Stu questions? No, we can go on to whatever. Uh, yeah. I've been playing a game called Gatto Roboto. I don't know if you've seen that on... Gatto is in like... Ice cream. Black no. Forest Gatto. <laughs> no, is it a cat? It's Spanish for cat, I think. Oh, right. Yeah, uh, it's... The the closest graphics I can think is like original Game Boy graphics, but it's black and white instead of being like green and slightly less green. Uh, <laughs> And it's essentially Metroid, but you play as a cat in a mech suit who's trying to help his owner who's crashed his spaceship. Okay. Yeah, it's... If you You've cro- got me so far. Yeah, if you crossed Mega Man 
Metroid and I'm trying to think of the comedy. The closest comedy, again, is like Banjo-Kazooie weirdness, like that rare comedy. This sounds like your wet dream. It's amazing, dude. I'm absolutely loving it. I actually messaged the guys from the studio the other day to ask if they'd be up for talking about it on the show. Uh, so I'm just waiting for a reply from those because I'd love to get them on to say like what the inspiration. Obviously, you can kind of tell some of the inspirations behind the game, but I wanted to know like who were they aiming this game at? Like, is it people our age or are they expecting younger people to see this art style and be like, oh, that's interesting. Should we try it out? You know? Yeah, I, I feel like games release now. I don't think they have as big of a specific group it's targeted at anymore. I feel like it's quite a quite a big thing now for it to just be like, let's put it out and whoever plays it, plays it. Just to try and be cool. as broad as possible. Yeah, but even if it's like a weird little indie game, they're just like, fuck it. We don't have a target audience. We just release it. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the times you've got to, when you when you're making something you like that whether it's a game or it i suppose it falls into the content of music and even podcasts i suppose as well you've got to try and you're not really making it for the fan and this probably sounds bad going to the listeners obviously we like you listening but you're kind of making it in terms of would i listen to this like would i be entertained by this like i i love i love re-listening to like really old episodes of this you know if i'm just really like fucking bored yeah because I never remember what we spoke about. Oh, I know. I, and it's just I, like, yeah, it's exactly my sense of humor because I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, so yeah. it's like, you're, ma- you're making it for yourself, aren't you, really? Yeah. And yeah. then if other people enjoy it, it's like, right, we've got something in common. Yeah, and it's nice to find I that like in that. common when you know that you're staying true to you, what you love to do and people like that as well. It's sort of, you have even more common ground, don't you, with the listeners that way. Yeah. Do you find that, Stu? Um... Well, we're pretty famous for not having much listener feedback. <laughs> <laughs> I think people just shy away from admitting that they listen to yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a conversation we had when you were on, uh, or when we did the Sharp Burrito, wasn't it? Where it's like, you tried being more uh, like enclosed and trying not to say everything you'd want to, because you're worried yeah. about offending people or trying to make it like, a get, getting it to a broader market of people. But then you started just like fucking letting loose and doing whatever you wanted, and it seemed to be working out better. Yeah, we seem to be getting the lessons in. Yeah, but we'd love it if like people just started interacting with us more. Yeah, I yeah. think we'd like that as it, well. It's hard, really, because it, a lot of people tend to listen when they're driving or when they're cooking or when they're doing other stuff. So by the time the episode's finished, you tend to find that people are, are then onto something else because it's such a quick um, yeah. digestion of media. I suppose now, now that people are in quarantine listening, people who are listening might be, they might be playing games, they might be doing a bit of work on the laptop. So now's the perfect time to sort of get in touch with the content creators that you like, really, isn't it? So, yeah. If you haven't, if you listeners haven't checked out Shark Select yet, please do. It's one of my favorite shows. I listen to it every single week. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Do not miss a show. Uh, it's so good <laughs> it's fucking great I, i'm always just like pissing myself laughing whenever anything happens yeah it's always just, like chaos. obviously me meeting you guys as well it's like i can i can actually imagine the situations you're in perfectly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like oh no <laughs> do you find it really weird like meeting other podcasts this is a question to both of you Stu and john do you find it weird meeting other podcasts because i remember like when we met for the first time Stu, it was like okay I, I i know these guys in terms of their sense of humor i know a bit about them but then when you meet someone in real life it's like oh this is really strange i'll let Stu take over yeah. first uh, it was well it was it was it weird but kind of a bit weird but then because we'd already like been chatting for how long and then we'd been listening to you you've been listening to us yeah. 
It was like we were meat straight away anyway. Yeah. So well, we went for like breakfast. Just settled first, straight into talking shit. It's like straight away. It was like yeah. a, a like a first date almost, like the awkward first date. You're like uh, <laughs> getting to know someone, and the the date starts shouting about cum in the yeah, first yeah. instance. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I think it is kind of weird. Like we've made friends with quite a few people, haven't we? Like I I yeah. speak to Liana on a semi regular basis yeah. on like Facebook and stuff. And like I've not spoke to Sharp Boys much but that's more my fault than theirs i'm just usually not like playing warzone or whatever yeah, yeah. but yeah it's it's so weird like we speak to adam and nick a fair bit from bottom of the stream yeah it's just like meeting if you listen to each other's content it just get like you feel like you're part of their day you know what i mean yeah it's like if i tried to message let's say uh aqua fps like if you've i don't know if you've seen his videos there's a lot of tarkov stuff i feel like i know him better because I watch his videos and I know what he's like in that situation. Obviously, I have fucking no idea who he is and he has no idea who I am. Yeah. So it is It is weird if it's like, imagine if you met someone who's like semi-internet famous. Do you think you, you'd know how to react with them because you know their comedic stylings and stuff like that? Opposed to how you know how to react with Stu because you've actually, you both listened to each other. Yeah, it it's is difficult. Just weird. It really is, especially with someone who's got like a huge following who you've never had any interaction with. And it, you tend to find it's harder to interact with people with more followers anyway, don't you? Because they, they're probably getting a stream of messages and notifications every single day. Uh, yeah. Whereas with a lot of the podcasts in our community, like the, the Pod Nation group and um, Alternative Radio, they we all try and interact with all of our listeners as often as we can, don't we? We always try and... Well, I mean, we're always on Twitter chatting about different random things. And I think that's really important for smaller smaller listeners, a smaller podcast to get with their listeners, you know? I feel like yeah. it'd be a nice problem to have at first. You know, like, yeah, yeah. if you get semi-famous and people like messaging you and stuff like that, that I feel like I'd make my day, but I don't know if it'd get like boring really fast. Like, because I'd love for pe- people to like message more. But that I'm not like thirsting after messages or anything. <laughs> thirsting after, but, <laughs> but like you know what I mean. It'd be cool to have more interaction. But does it just reach that point where it's like it plat- it like levels out and then it just goes like this is fucking impossible to respond to? Yeah, I feel like we should we should be able to ask someone this question. We must know someone who's famous enough for this to be a problem for them. Yeah, I'd, I mean. Who are some of the pod- the biggest podcasts in our group? It's probably Friday the 13th. They're pretty huge. They've just had on one of the actresses from The Haunting of Hill House. Um, oh, really? Which is insane. Oh, sure. Yeah, she was the actress who was in Hush. With the, uh, Adam and Nick recommended me to watch the other night. Uh, Such well, a good film. Yeah, it's a great film. So the main woman in that, they've just had her on their show, which I don't know how they find their guests. They just like They must just message absolutely everyone they want to talk to. We need to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, who would who would be your like dream guest to have on? A dream guest. Oh fuck. Uh, Ooh. Do you have anyone in mind? Obtainable and semi obtainable, and then like obviously like like unobtainable. You can't like have Michael yeah, Jackson. You have, like, Bruce, <laughs> yeah, well, you can have like Bruce Willis on or something. But I mean, I'd love to have on as like almost unobtainable but almost obtainable is Danny from the Gra- the Game Grumps. Oh yeah, because my, be so my cousin knows him. Like they chat very often apparently uh which is real cool so i'd love to have both the game grumps on obtainable in our sort of more direct group i actually know the lead designer who made alien isolation 
Gary Napper. That would be very interesting to have on. So I'd like to talk to him about yeah, how definitely. he programmed the alien and how they went about making that world. That's a good shout. Message you can me. tell how much I bring to this podcast. I'm just like chat shit. Don't know anyone. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, is there anyone in your mind? Do you think? I mean, there was the the girl we messaged the other day, wasn't there? From is it inside Xbox? Uh, outside Xbox. Outside Xbox. So close. Well, that was near. Well, yeah. Yeah, that that seems that that's kind of like in between obtainable and unobtainable. You know what I mean? It's like I think it'd be. I don't want to say what we're going to be covering, or should we say it, or what we're trying to cover? Yeah. All right. Okay. So this is going to sound simpy, but it's not. I promise. Has you not simpers, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Stu, do you not simpers? I've heard it knocked about, and I've got a vague <laughs> idea. Yeah, it's simp. Simp is the definition of simp. If you look on Urban Dictionary, is a guy who puts the hose before bros. Uh. <laughs> um, so that's that's a simp or someone who's like nice to women to try and get something back. So oh, like a nice guy. Yeah, pretty much. But le- I think less cringy. I'm not sure. Like everyone's calling I Dubs a simp at the minute because his girlfriend has an OnlyFans, um, <laughs> and he's okay with that. Yeah. But she doesn't upload nudes, so basically they're just earning like a fuck ton of money for nothing. Yeah, I'm I'm jealous if anything. So <laughs> well, we can set you up on OnlyFans if you want, John. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone wants to see that. Oh, so <laughs> you know, ju- just you. <laughs> so um, we were trying to get Ellen, or, or we're trying to get Ellen on from outside Xbox to talk about kind of what women go through, especially in like being in the spotlight of like video game culture. So it it only became apparent to me, obviously I knew bad stuff happens, but it only became apparent to me of like people, especially women, like 90% of the time, just get hounded by creeps pretty much on social media and like real life and shit like that. And it's more of an education piece to say like, obviously we're aware that this is not an okay thing to do. Like sending creepy messages is not all right under, under like any circumstance. Just because you've got some anonymity online or, you know, you think you know someone, like we were just saying, you think you know them because you've seen the videos, you think it's okay to, like, fucking send send weird shit. It's just, like, trying to get someone's view on it who's very much at the forefront of that. Yeah, uh, we had the, the same idea with um, speaking to uh, Steph and Sarah. Uh, Has us play with Steph yeah, yeah. on Warzone. Um, obviously, my wife, Sarah. And speaking to them about it, because they've, they've obviously had the same type of thing, yeah. both being pretty big gamers. Um, but no, it didn't really, doesn't really fit with us at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit too serious for us. Yeah, really. yeah that's fair enough. Uh, well, that, that's the difficulty, isn't it? Because it's, it's a really serious conversation, but our our listener base is obviously like m- like predominantly male. Yeah, and it's like, we're so, like sometimes... 70-30 split, I think it is. Yeah, it just feels like it's a... It's a conversation that needs to be had regardless, just because it's like, even if you just take away from it, like, that's kind of shit. You know what I mean? It means that you've at least got a bit more knowledge on it. Like, I'm not going to pretend I'm massively knowledgeable about any of this stuff. It's just like a thinking, like a thought experiment, isn't it? Yeah. Like, we should probably make people aware, like, if if someone looks at it and goes like, oh, I've sent cringy bad shit in the past, I should probably never do that again. Mm -hmm. It's just like giving you that right reflection on it. But yeah, it's uh, you gotta have the conversation sometime, haven't you? It's a bit, it's a bit real though. It you just don't realize, do you? Like obviously, you're straight white men. Like I'm not like trying to fucking <laughs> don't start that conversation. <laughs> fucking yeah, hell. exactly. But as as like just 
what what I say is like normal guys. Like you just don't experience that shit, and you're just not really aware it happens at the frequency it does. Mm. Like Brooklyn Nine Nine did a really good job of it in the episode with the sexual harassment thing. That was like Amy has a conversation with Jake, and it's like, oh fuck, this is real life. I'm not seeing that. Weird. It's uh, it's a good episode. It is kind of like makes you think. Is that in the new series? Uh, it's in one of the series. I can tell you that much. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. Anyway, moving on from that heavy subject. Yeah, yeah. Heavy but important subject. Heavy but important. Uh, What 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 were we talking about? Sorry, I'm looking from a Steam library. Like, figure out if there's something I want to play. I've got one more question for Stu. Uh, Yes. Um. If you if you can sort of narrow this down, would you prefer from a game like top quality mechanics but a not very good story, or sort of middle of the road mechanics and a fucking great story? Fucking hell. Um, depends how casual I'm feeling. <laughs> okay. Because you could say that Something about casual, uh, yeah. like Warzone. It's got good mechanics, but there's no story whatsoever. Yeah, and that that's something. And I'm well into that. No, a good story is good, but then once you've had the story once, that's it. You can't experience the same thing twice. Like, it's the same problem with Red Dead. Yeah, I yeah. really want to play it again, but I've already done it. Yeah, I get you. But, have you played the Walking Dead games? No. The uh, Telltale ones? I don't. They're, too, they're like completely opposite way. That's all story and no mechanics. It's just like that's, yeah, story pressing book. buttons. Yeah. So you've got far mechanic. You've got You've got far no mechanics, great story. You've got Amazing mechanics with Warzone, which is no story whatsoever. And what would you say is in middle of the road? Middle of the road, maybe a, I probably Far Cry. Yeah, yeah, that's, 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 that's pretty probably good right. Shout. That's a very middle of the road. Yeah. See, like with with Warzone, like I, I just said, then uh, I I I miss the character from it. Like it's very empty feeling, and it's very easy to get bored by it if you have a couple of losses because you're sort of like oh fucking hell like I'm, I'm sick of this now there's nothing that really draws you to it other than the mechanics and if you can't get you know if your internet quality <laughs> is dropping as it is at the moment for everyone and this, whatever they've done on the update on Warzone has been fucking sucking ass hasn't it Stu um, yeah when, once that sort of hit you as like a level of badness there's nothing really to recover it from any kind of character you know like with apex you've got and i don't necessarily mean the characters you play as i mean it's got character it's got you know interesting mm. visuals and quite an interesting world whereas warzone is very much oh you've got a couple of buildings and some guns don't you think yeah yes yeah, i mean yeah. i see where you're coming from like, i'd like a bit of backstory like why is all this green gas coming over the world who's planted it are we trying to get away from it are we the ones who planted it is there like you know it's the thing from story mode isn't it i don't know yeah, I think it's a gas from the story. Right, okay. I guess they don't really explain who's setting it off, though. No. I guess you're not really expecting to put that much thought into it, though, are they? It's just like, yeah, here you go. Here's, here's 150 people. Go nuts. Yeah. Well, we've noticed Which a few things fair. recently, Stu, haven't we, that we've been sort of speculating about of where it's going to go next. Uh, we've found... Yeah. I, I found a phone that if you interact with it, it like beeps like there's nothing there. And I found a, a laptop that you can interact with that says password incorrect. And we noticed that when you go into the pre-lobby, you actually have a nuclear symbol at the top of the screen. And it's not really related, is it, Stu, to anything in the pre-lobby? No, Which not really. It strikes me as odd that you'd purposely put a nuclear symbol if there's nothing in there that's anything to do with any kind of nuclear threat. So we're wondering if you might be able to work well, if they are going to work in like nuclear bunkers to it, and there's going to be like 
a time trial thing where you've got to fight for bunkers or something. Yeah, well, there's loads of bunkers, isn't there, knocking yeah. about? And like the, a mini raid within to get yeah. powerful gear. But there was like a, somebody data mined uh, the, the door opening animations. Yeah, that's for right. The actual bunker doors. Yeah. Um, there's also like been some like access cards knocking about. Oh right, yeah, okay. like loot boxes and stuff. Yeah, right. I've not seen no, any I haven't yet. Seen so, it's like some screenshots. Yeah, it? so it, it, I think uh, that would be really fucking cool to have like the map being taken over by nuclear fallout instead, and you can see the bomb going off, and you've got to rush to a bunker and keep people out so you can get in there and lock it after a certain time or. And we we what was the other thing that was data mined about the doors opening? They're locked from the outside, aren't they? Some of them. Yeah, the bars are from on the outside instead of the inside, as if they're keeping something in, not keeping people out. Yeah, so we're thinking there might be some kind of war zone zombie mode, where there's like e- I hope so. I'd love that. So, so either it's like waves or massive waves of zombies, think like World War Z kind of thing, that's happening at the same time as the war zone match going on, or you end up joining them like infection in Halo and you've got to go after all the other people. So maybe one team of four starts as the four zombies at the start and then after that you sort of spread and the infection spreads to eventually you've got a squad of four left and uh, yeah, a hundred and whatever it would be, 46 players as zombies all after this one squad. I think that would be so cool. <laughs> it would be, be all right, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be... It wouldn't be the worst thing ever. It'd be more than all right. Okay. Shut up, John. <laughs> Speaking of nuclear fallout, by the way, oh, yeah. that's a good segue of me playing Fallout 76 a little bit. Uh, okay. How are you finding it? Um, I, I've had I'm mixed <laughs> reactions. Yeah, I'm finding it. I, I've I played a little bit. Yeah. I launched the game up and I was like, right, I've not played this in a while. Going to give it a go. I loaded it up. And a mate of mine was playing at the same time, so I messaged her, I was like, oh, you're right, like, do you need an extra person? They were like, right, we'll be ready in, like, ten minutes, just do whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. I started walking about, and then, like, it hit me, I was like, I have no interest in this game. Really? <laughs> so I just all f forward. I was like, what the fuck? And she was like, oh, you're not coming on? I was like, I've just realised I have no desire to play this. Oh, shit. <laughs> but I kind of I kind of went back, and I did a little bit of stuff, and it's, it's fine. If I'm incredibly bored, I'll play a little bit. Mm-hmm. But... I just don't. I don't care enough, I don't think. I've got all the stuff I kind of want. Like, I've got XO1 power armor. I'm already max special skills. I'm already... I've done a bunch of quests. It's like, it's just... It's more Fallout 4, and I really don't like Fallout 4. Yeah, you weren't a fan of it, were you? No, it just lost what it... It's like the Assassin's Creed thing. Just lost what it felt to be... To have, like, Fallout. Like, I kind of like the jankiness and, like, (laughs) the not having a voice character because the voice character limits the dialogue so much like you can have intelligence level one and you guys just a fucking melt <laughs> and it's great because it'll be like are you a do you bring war or pe- uh, peace some guy will ask you and it's like the op- the options if you're an idiot are like warm pizza really and it's like you can pick so it's like do you bring war or peace and you're like pizza and the guy's like wait what <laughs> what did you say <laughs> yeah and it's like are you a soldier or a scientist and it's like shoulder like, <laughs> i didn't know that are you okay it? yeah man it's fucking Fortnite vegas is great for that it's it's just got so much character in the world fallout 4 just kind of like stripped that away and was like right here are fetch quests go deal with it same with skyrim mm. it just i don't know i feel i feel it's just dumbing down i don't want I've, people are smart 
in general. Like if you sit someone down to play a game, if they they they're gonna get it eventually, just give them that like opportunity. Yeah, give them a bit of challenge or something. Yeah, give them something. Don't just like fuck it off because it's easier to fuck it off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I've been playing anything else recently. I think that's all I've been playing new. Yeah. To be honest, about you, Stu. You've been playing anything new? Um, Streets of Rage. That's pretty yeah. much it. We'll have to co-op on that and in a bit. Warzone. Yeah, yeah, can't do yeah. I've just been absolutely just hammering Warzone. Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> I've been there and you're like, oh, we got to do this, we got to go there. To be fair, though, it's free, isn't it? So it's like you're getting a good amount of time out of something free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if any listeners want to play, you're more than welcome to join us as well. Um, we have played with a couple of other listeners. And when we were on Twitch, some of the people who were watching on Twitch actually came on as well and played after, after that. So that was pretty cool, too. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good little. I was going to say a good reach around there. It meant reach like reach out. <laughs> <laughs> Handy little reach yeah. around. Uh, I've, I've just lent um, my mate my vibe. Oh yeah, uh, Tom. You know Tom Range. I do. I've lent Tom my vibe because he was going to buy a VR headset, and I was like, mate, I can't use mine for the next few weeks. Just take mine for a bit. Yeah, just get so, some use out of it. Yeah, it's like family shared my library with him, so he's got how many? How many VR games do I have? You've quite a few, didn't you? 61 VR games Fucking you can hell. choose Don't from. Yeah, no, you had that many. Uh, yeah, 61 VR games. Fucking hell. Tell you what, yeah. my, one of my favourites is still that John Wick simulator, Pistol Whip. Pistol Whip. Yeah. It's so good. They've just released new things for it as well. That's sick. Have you played that, Stu? The, um... Oh, God. I've not played any VR stuff. Damn, either. son. You got to. Mate, should have said, you'll come round. You'll come... When I buy a house, eventually, you can quarantined. come round. Yeah. <laughs> You can you can come round. You can try Rick and Morty virtual Rickality. You can try hot dogs, horseshoes, and hand grenades. Gorn, Gorn's fucking great. Which one I play? The um, the sword and the one where you have like swords and shields and shit. Sword and sorcery. That yeah, you like grab people's head. heads and stuff. Yeah, I think it's called that. What's it called? I'm yeah, looking for my list. Swords and sorcery. Yeah, something like that. I've got it, but I can't find it. It's somewhere within here. I might have more than that amount of games then. Uh, no, Blade and Sorcery. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I was going to say, like, I Sword and Sorcery yeah. was one that was like uh, Another World. It might be. Yeah, it's like a very simple pixel art style game. I th- yeah, I think you're right. Mm. Apologies. So you should be, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies. So you should be. I should be apologies, yes. Harrison. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen that new, like, you were into Saw, weren't you, Jordan, initially? Uh, to a degree, yeah. Yeah, there's a a new film coming out, a spin-off. Have you heard about that called Spiral? Oh yeah, yes, it's made by I have heard it's produced and starring Chris Rock. Uh, I don't really like Chris Rock. He like he's always in this. Like he looks like he's trying to be way too serious. Like he's like, I'm so cool. I'm a policeman <laughs> in, a, in a black car with sunglasses. And then Samuel Jackson turns up and he's like, want to play some games, motherfucker? And then like that makes everything more <laughs> awesome. Like he is a cool motherfucker. Um, and the trailer's actually pretty good. I was I was in, quite impressed actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm up for watching uh, another good saw film. Yeah, yeah. Same. That'll be nice. Yeah. That'll be a nice change for once. I thought the last one was pretty good as well. That one was supposed Which, to be much better. So it's called Jigsaw. Yeah, it? yeah. It was. Uh, it was. Yeah, it was all right. I'm thinking more like the later saw films were. Uh, when it went 3D, it was the worst one. That one had a. Uh, Chester Bennington. Oh God, Does that was. 
To be fair, yeah. the gore was pretty good. Chester Bennington was in a bunch of stuff. He was in Crank yeah, as in well. Crank. And then in the second, that was fucking brilliant. Crank two, they've got um, I think you haven't they from Tool, the singer from Tool, Maynard Keenan. Oh really? Yeah, he's the dog walker who oh, shocks him. Such a good film. <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I like those little cameos in films where you just don't expect someone to appear randomly. Yeah, yeah, it's always cool. Like, Sometimes it takes you out of it, like when fucking Ed Sheeran turned up in Game of Thrones. It was like, what the fuck? Is yeah, that? that was that was bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah and he starts fucking singing as well. Fuck yeah. off. <laughs> Everything about that last season just fucked me right off. Yeah, I kind of did like everything about it. I, I presume most people have watched it by now. So spoilers if you haven't seen Game of Thrones, skip ahead like two minutes. Uh, I actually quite like the shock of Daenerys turning like that. Because I didn't expect it, but it did happen way too fast. Yeah, I, d- I didn't think she'd just go batshit insane within like a minute. Yeah, half an episode. Yeah, yeah like an episode. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, she might be insane like her fucking the Mad King. And it's like, no, she's not really, that's not happening. Yeah. And then fucking like <laughs> oh, <shit>. 30 <laughs> minutes later, like, oh no, yep, it has. Yep, she's that's, killed everyone. Yep. Yeah, fucking The, uh, the fucking Clagain bolt was a load of shit as well. That wasn't like... Yeah, as as it, it wasn't. It wasn't good at all. It was kind of lame. I hate it. Yeah. I, uh, I've been building Club Game Bowl up since the first season. I've been looking forward yeah, to that. Same. And it came down to it and it's just like fight pushing each other on some stairs. Yeah. They were they were given like an option to take have like four more episodes, weren't they? Yeah, and they did. But do it. like to, to spread it out and they were like, no. It's like what the fuck is wrong with you? It's because they were trying to plan for uh, the Star Wars series that they got taken off them, weren't they? Fucking jebs. Yeah. I'm 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 gonna have to like actually read all the books and I'm upset about it. As people who have watched our YouTube channel know, I can't read. I can't read. Um, <laughs> I can't read. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like I need something to actually like get a satisfying ending out of that show. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna read I've read all the other ones, so I'm I'm definitely gonna read the others, but it's taking a long time and he's got like two more books to go. Who knows? So it's a new thing on Netflix, isn't it? supposed to be like Game of Thrones. Is it Lost Kingdom or something? Oh, it's uh, zombies in... Is it South Korea? Like, ancient South Korea or is something, it? yeah. Stu's oh, immediately yeah, turned off. Yeah. Like, zombie for, yeah. zombies? No thanks. Subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's quite good. I watched the first few episodes. I did quite enjoy it. I, I am. How's it got subtitles? Uh, I think you can have it as dubbed as well. Okay. Yeah, worth, worth checking out. It's quite cool. It, it, like, the... The budget for it seems really good. It it does look amazing. Like all the sets and costumes and everything are pretty f- fucking spot on. They are very good actually. I don't know. I finished Tiger King. Oh yeah. What did you think by the end? I've not I've not watched like where like where are they now thing. Like don't Skype bother. It's fucking shit. Yeah, I heard that it's not very good. I started and it and I got Tiger like King was ten right. seconds in and I was like, well, this is dog shit and just turned it straight off. <laughs> It's it's a pretty good show. Um, it it's really interesting. I I actually bought loads of Tiger beer oh, really? the other day Ready because it. it was the choice between. Well, no, I'd already finished the show. I was like, I think the thing with Tiger beer is that they actually donate money to like save tigers. Oh, really? So it was a choice between this and like Bira Moretti. So I was like, oh, for the same price, I'll just buy Tiger because it's like better for the you know the animals. I bet Tiger's gone up in sales as much as the Corona beer has gone down in sales. <laughs> it may have done yeah. we'll have to see i'll just buy more buy stocks now but, uh, <laughs> either that or i did end up watching some mr robot like the first four episodes because oh, yeah. uh yeah a mate of mine suggested it it's actually like really interesting yeah, my dad it's really heavy it. though it's really fucking heavy to watch 
Yeah, it's uh, what's his name, isn't it? Uh, Rami Malek. Rami Malek. Yeah. yeah. His weird old face. Big eyes as well. Yeah. I feel bad. I shouldn't be like. I wouldn't say that if he was here. No. I wouldn't say that shit. I should really not do that. Just like no, pick on not, people. I don't mean it like he's not got a bad face. He's just got an unusual no. face. He's got like a very shocked look always. You know what I mean? Yeah, he always looks really surprised. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good though. I'm gonna watch more of it. It's just very much. Uh, I, I need to be in the mood to watch it. Just because otherwise, it's like I just get depressed. Yeah, yeah. It's like fuck. Did, it's really, really heavy. Have you seen the Expanse? No, that's really good. Uh, I think that's on Amazon Prime. Have you seen that, Stu? It's a sci-fi one. No, I check don't it out. So. It's like a really fucking accurate in like all of its physics, but it's really strange. It's like uh, it's the point where civilization has reached where you've got people living out in the asteroid belt who are miners and they mine all the resources and send them back to Earth and Mars. And Earth and Mars are in a civil war against each other, and the, sort of the asteroid belt is stuck between them both. Uh, and then some weird life form or experiment is going on to make this weird kind of fuel and yeah check it out honestly it's, it's a really good show well worth watching hmm i might give it a watch yeah i think so, season four is out soon or it is now or something oh so Stu, with uh with you being the guest on the episode do you have any recommendations we'll let you go first mm. for what should play watch any books music anything you want um <laughs> Unless Haz has got something ready, because you've gone with the expanse, yeah, Haz? Uh, Is that your I'm going to let you struggle for a minute. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I was trying to fill the space. I'm no, sorry, no, I'm only joking. Yeah, mine, mine will be the expanse. Yeah. Or uh, Gatto Roboto. Gatto. Make me want a Gatto now. Yeah, I know. Say, I want some ice cream. I've not had ice cream in ages. No, neither have I. I'm considering, I might just get day drunk. Do it, man. <laughs> I just like, finish here and just go for, like, grab some beers. I've got beer, rum, and brandy. Sounds great. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to. I think. I think for me, it's either going to be Coffee Talk, yeah, Doom Eternal, or Gang Beasts. So just because all three are like. I think you've done Gang, Gang Beasts is great. Ah, I might have done right then that time. Coffee Talk. Yeah. If you like digital comics, it's not really a difficult game. It's just like, and if if you're gonna play it and you're like. Oh, I don't know how to make whatever coffee and stuff like that. You can you can actually look at the guides online for the, like the recipes when you're making them in the game. Yeah, you make the coffee, don't do you? Do that. You, you, it doesn't ruin anything. Literally looking at a guide and there, it's it's just an interactive story. It's really like heartwarming, lovely characters. Like at the end of it, you just like want more. I've, I've loved it. It's great. Sick. Good call, man. Good call. I actually saw yeah. it. I was worrying about, uh, wor- wondering about getting it. I was worried about getting it. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was so worried. I was concerned. Oh, should I get this? I don't know. Uh, yeah, if if you're going to get it, just be aware that it is like 10, 12 quid and it's only like three, four hours long. So yeah, yeah. you you are meant to play through it twice, though. After you beat it, you can play through it again for more stuff. More content. But, yeah, I'm not going to tell you why. But okay. Hopefully it gets blown up by aliens. What about you, Stu? I wish. I've not even been doing that much other than playing Warzone, which is sad as fuck, so I can't even think of <laughs> We've just given Stu an existential crisis. I'm, sorry, I'm so I sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's that's about it. Yeah, you can recommend um, Warzone. That's fine. You can do that. Do that there then. you go. It's Warzone. Yeah, Warzone with me and has. Clap yeah, some yeah, cheeks. Can clap some cheeks with me and Stu. Clap. 
Yeah. Right, give me a shout if you're actually playing tonight and has actually answer your messages. I will, I will, you I'm sorry. fucking reprobate. I'm sorry, forgive me. Hazel messaged me saying something's incredibly urgent. I'll message back straight away like, what's up? And then nothing for like two hours. Yeah, because then I'm probably asleep by that point. <laughs> I can't even you're stay fucking awake. worst. It's like, Jordan, I need this doing. I'll, I'll do it. I'll message back like, right, everything's done. It'll take me maximum three minutes and then I'll just get nothing back. <laughs> I'm just like, God damn it, Has. It's because I have so much shit to do. I'm sorry, man. I'm jumping between projects uh, all the time. It's fucking annoying. Just fucking... Right, I want you to set it so I'm like a priority contact in your phone. If you get a message off me, it's loud as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's just you going, shit! <laughs> <laughs> Has your bell. Yeah. All right, yep. Yeah, I'll do it, I promise. Promise. Thank you. Uh, right. Well, okay. thank you, Stu, for coming on. Thanks. It's all right. Hopefully this was good yeah, for everyone. Some random shit content for you there, guys. Hope you enjoyed <laughs> episode... What are we now? Is this number 59? I think this is 59 or 58. One of those. Oh, I will knows. bleep it and it'll go like 59 over the top of whichever <laughs> one that one was. Uh, you can find us yeah, everywhere at Grief Burrito. So that's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Scent. Uh, you can now find us on DTube, which is not a porn thing. It's actually a decentralized YouTube. So you can find us on there, which is completely uncensored content. Uh, and if you look in the show notes, you can get a link to our CD keys, which is Discount of Games. Obviously, it helps support the show by making us a little bit of money. I'm not going to lie about that, but it also helps and you get discounts. So everybody wins. It is really good. I use it all the time. Yeah, we've had a few listeners use it like, already. Genuinely. Yeah. Like I said the, the other week, I got Jedi Fallen Order for twenty nine ninety nine as opposed to £69. So that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, it's just good. Yeah. It's, I, there's no other thing I can buy. It's just fucking worth the money. Yeah, man, definitely. And Right, let's end it there because i got some lunch with my name on it. <laughs> oh, baby. Right, thanks again for coming on, Stu. Yeah, thanks, dude. You're See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.